Welcome, welcome to the Anchor.com, the AnchorFM.com, the home of the podcast, the home where you can be heard from all around the world, from your bedroom, bathroom, living room, any room your heart so desires. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This evening, as I had this CD in my hand, I'm going to talk about an artist, one of my favorite artists ever. And matter of fact, over the weekend, he did an Instagram live performance, and it was off the dough knobs. <laughs> I mean, the cat ain't lost nothing. He's from a family act. And, you know, I always say give people their flowers while they're still alive. It's always important to let them know how you feel. This cat's from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, one of the most talented, one of the most soulful, one of the most vulnerable. When I say vulnerable, I it, it's a great trait to have because he channels a spirit and energy in his music and his playing. And he's a soulful cat, talented cat, overcome a lot. And he's one of my all-time favorite artists. Strong singer, songwriter, producer, arranger, instrumentalist. His name is L. DeBarge. And I'm talking about his greatest hits. And I can... One of the best songwriters ever. You know, his stuff with the group was incredible. And I like his solo career. Just to hear him play and sing, you know, is something else. And I'm going to cover some of the songs that he's known for. Um... One of the songs that was real big was Who's Johnny? That's a Pop Diddy song he did back in 86. A short circuit soundtrack. What's a catchy song? One thing about Elder Bard is that his harmonies and his talents, he could do some of the most simplest pop stuff, but it would still, you know, have a life of its own. And this was a big hit. Actually, I had some cats back around the way back in the day when we was growing up. They really liked that cut. And, um, you know, um, like I said, he's one of those guys that, he made it look kind of easy. You know, people forget how young he was when he was putting out these cuts. But, um, you know, he definitely, um, you know, had the goods early on. And this this was a catchy song. You know, it's like one of those, but it was a catchy, fun song. Some people really dug it. I thought it was really cool. I thought, it, you know, it was cool for its time. Um, Another cut that I liked that he did uh, that year on his solo album was Someone. This was a... Um, you know, middle road pop, adult contemporary song, but again, his voice. See, the thing about Elder Barge's voice is that no matter what the style of music you put behind him, um, he could he could rise to the occasion. You know, he could sing middle of the road material, but that voice and those harmonies were so on point that it was tight. You know, this was a he did a good job. That was a tight song. That was a tight song. Uh, th- the next song that was big was kind of almost on the gospel. It's tip, not quite, but it was cool. Was Somebody Loves You. That was on his Gemini album. And um, I like the bass on that song. I like the way it grooved. And again, his harmony. You know, this is a guy that I'm going to tell you something. Playing and singing, you know, uh, it takes Babyface, Kenneth Edmonds, Babyface, known as Babyface, to tell it, he says, "Without Elder Barge, there's no me." You understand when you understand the songwriting process and the vocal process, but Elder Barge is like another degree up with it. I mean, he, you know, I've said this: Elder Barge does the best overall channeling of Marvin Gaye of any artist that I've heard, and um, that's all due respect to R. Kelly, who does a good job. But Elder Barge really got that spirit. I mean, he really has got that spirit of him embodied in him, like. The vulnerability, the way he expresses himself as an artist, and his emotion. And like when you hear songs like Going From Somebody Loves You, 
to Broken Dreams. Broken Dreams, uh, I love that bridge. I love that groove. And as a matter of fact, Patty Austin did a remake of it. And, it, and, it, and um, it's, it's one of them songs that it's like one of them songs that you wish like a Marvin Gaye was allowed to have done too. Because you can channel it. You can definitely feel the channel of it. And that's a, you know, Broken Dreams is a strong song. You feel the energy of it. It's tight. It's tight. Um, another song that I dug was Turn the Page. It was very haunting. Had a, had a strength, a bass line in it. Very strong, but it hit the spot. You know, it's like one of them songs that kind of jars you, but yet it hits the spot. And um, his vocals and his tones and his phrasing is something else. I mean, Elder Barge, I'm telling you something. This cat, when you and just stuff that you just don't really pay attention to, always just had the goods musically but my cut off that album was real love that's him channeling the dance side of him it got a groove to it it was very new jack had an updated feel to it but it complimented really well and when he wanted to you know he he could throw some he could throw some jabs on the on the dance floor and this one was a tight cut this cut was definitely tight you know this was one of those songs that it had a bump to it. It was definitely had a groove to it. And um, it was an underrated cut in his catalog. But I'm telling you, um, you know, I always dug that cut. That cut was was nice. You know, that was a nice cut. It, it had a nice groove to it. And you could definitely feel where it was going. I definitely like that. Uh, the next cut that I dug a lot was Can't Get Enough. And uh, Can't Get Enough was on his Heart, Mind, and Soul album, which he co-produced, co-wrote with Babyface, ironically. And this cut had a nice hook, had a nice groove to it. You know, the thing about Elder Bart is, like, when he just wails with his voice, the tone, you know, it's just so, it's, it's so fluid, so smooth, you know. And he, you know, the way the arrangements and everything was, it's just like, it just works so nice, you know. And he even did a reinterpretation of I Like It and then the way he hit that range. I mean... His range, um, you know, is he's one of the most underrated artists, I think, ever. I really do. And I think Elder Barge for the 80s should be mentioned along that same class with Michael Jackson, Prince, Rick James, Lionel Richie. And you could throw Ray Parker Jr. who had a big run in there. And if you wanted to throw Kashif in there, then you could. But he belongs in that, what I call the R&B male one of the 10 most important uh, male R&B artists of the 80s. He, he, he has to be. And he should be ranked in there higher because he should be out there on the high end too because of a bit of songwriting, vocals, and production. And uh, when you hear his versatility, you know, you, you got to be reminded of how good this cat is. He's still bad too because that Instagram performance was, was slamming. That was tight. But anyway, Can't Get Enough was a catchy cut. Um, I dug that one a lot. The next song that I dug was Where Is The Love? Where Is My Love? We did that one with Babyface. That was a duet. And um, again, dug the arrangements. The voices work well. And, you know, um, Elder Barge, when you listen to him, I mean, he's just able to make those runs on the piano. But he does with his voice as well. I mean, just like you listen to him. And it's R&B pop, obviously. But then it's got like a bossa nova jazz gospel 
you know. He's got a mixture of, of a lot of musical ingredients running through his musical DNA. And you just know, and he's so expressive with it too. That's what makes him, you know, he's, he's sick with it. I mean, you listen to Elder Barge, I'm telling you, one of the baddest to ever do it. So, um, that was a strong duet right there. I really, you know, like that. And again, he can do so many different things musically, you know, and, uh, that song really displays it. But my, the song that really got me is the one he did with Foreplay, and it was the remake of After the Dance. And he's singing lead vocals, and Perry LaBelle is on background vocals. But talk about uh, a great cover. He channeled Marvin Gaye. He covered Marvin Gaye. You felt the spirit of Marvin Gaye. You felt the soul. I mean, this is where I'm talking about when he does material like this. You wonder this cat should be way bigger. I mean, the talent that just pours out of him, you know. And um, when you think about all the stuff he did with the barge, and you think about how a lot of rappers and hip hop powder acts have sampled and looped and took his stuff, he, his fingers and mine have created a lot of careers, you know. And um, He's one of those artists that you definitely want to give some respect to and put some respect by his name. It's, he's he's um, he's something else. He's still, you know, he's never lost it. Can sing like nobody's business and can play, too. I mean, and as a songwriter, you know, um, one of the best to ever do it, you know. So this is a good overview. Uh, honorable mention song that he did as a cover was Jesse Belvin's Good Night, My Love. And I always look his rendition of that. That is a song that if you ever get a chance to see the video, the way he harmonizes that, that ain't easy. That ain't easy. He tore that up. And I tell you, because this guy is a stylist, he definitely is an artist artist. So anyway, um, please share with me your favorite Elder Bard songs, videos, live performances and albums. Uh, wash your hands, keep your mind clear, watch out for one another. And just because a song is older or album is older doesn't mean you can't find something new in them because Elder Barge has been covered galore by a who's who, Biggie, Tupac, Blackstreet. I can go on. You know, Mary J. Blige, I can go on. A lot of people have eaten off his plate, covered his music, etc. And it's time to pay that guy some respect for real. Keep it funky. Be safe out there. Keep it on the one. Watch out for another. Uh, Till next time, blessings of peace. And get that man his flowers. Give him respect. Because you know, Elder Barge is one of those artists I would tell you to give a listen to. All right, till next time, peace.